All right, and we are here, Edmund Lee Raymer with you, Ed Raymer with the Edmund Lee Raymer Show. We've got a great guest tonight. A lot of you already know that. <clears throat> you know the man that's with me, and we're going to just get it started right now. Stephen Reynolds. Stephen, how are you, my friend? Ed, great to see you. Always a pleasure. Uh, we have got a bunch. To, we've got a bunch of ground to cover. This is the time I wish I hadn't give up that second hour. <laughs> yeah, we were trying to narrow it down in the green room, you know. We were, yeah. Uh, yeah, we've got a green room up here. It's not green, but we've got one. The blue um, room. The yeah. blue room, I guess. Yeah. yeah. How you been? Been doing okay, Ed. Been doing right. okay. Really, really busy. Very blessed and fortunate to have the uh, true the work. There is a mm-hmm. lot of opportunity out there in the world right now. There is, and uh, we've been talking about it, and we're gonna we're gonna discuss it uh, with some of the things that's going on. We're gonna talk about the situation in Ukraine. Okay. We're gonna talk a little bit about. Uh, what's coming to be one of my it's crazy is, is I'll get out when I first met this guy. I thought this is one of the boringest people I've ever met in my life. But we're going to talk about infrastructure. I mean, he, the guy really, I mean, did you drive on a road today? All right. You need to talk to this guy or you need to listen to him. How about that? Don't listen to me. Listen to him. And, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and some other things. And uh, we've got uh, a mayor's race going on. And uh, some people are a little ill because the mayors want to give the the, the some of the employees a 15% raise. It's getting good here in Rutherford County. <laughs> it is. I'll tell you, Ed, it's, uh, uh, things are heating up. It's, it's, <laughs> Literally. It's, it's, yeah. it's definitely Spring is here. Year. Spring yeah. is here, right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we're going to get started here, Zach, if you could, please. But for right now, my name is Evan Lee Raymer, and yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS, Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. And this is the Emily Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. We welcome you aboard again. The show is produced studios at WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. You can reach us tonight and reach Stephen with your questions, comments, ideas, 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And you can also send a text to that. Zach's on the board. He'll be glad to read it for you. If you do not wish to be heard live on the air, you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. And check us out at check us out at Facebook at the Evanly Ramer Show on WGNS, and you can also download the WGNS app or take WGNS with you wherever you go. Listen wherever you wish. Stephen, uh, you're still doing a pod- podcast. I know you hadn't did done a good one. one. Yeah, hadn't done one since November, Ed. And, right. Um, it's been three seasons. I, I've gotten extremely busy with right. work, and uh, I, I, I would like to say thank you for promoting it. Oh yeah. Well, thank you. No, no problem. Glad to do it. I have uh, been blown away by the people that have called or written and asked, "Hey, when's the next?" podcast? podcast coming out they know. listen to ours too it's unbelievable people that are listening at work you know they put their earbuds in and they listen while they while they work or whatever i you know i've got a friend in kentucky that does that yeah you know, he may not be listening now but he'll listen probably later in a week you that's know? that's the nice and thing about podcasts it is yeah. and uh you know uh it's just it's it's just another tool to to use to get our message out there and uh you know 
and uh, Angela Bingham. Angela had Andre Christman up. He's running for the new the the new well, it's not new. It's the judge position that we vacated by the lady that's resigning. She's mm-hmm. retiring right. at the end of sometime in August. And uh, if they don't throw her out before then, I don't know. That's another situation here in Rutherford County. We've got, <laughs> we've had got plenty. Sure, news making national headlines on some of it. Yep. But uh, we're not here to you know uh, not here to trounce on anybody anybody or anything like that we're here to talk about issues Stephen, where you want where you want to start you want to talk about ukraine might as well start there ed that's where um that's where where everybody's talking about right now you know um i mentioned to you on my podcast the very first episode we did was back in 2018 right and on the very first podcast um i started talking about the russians Right. And how we were basically back in a Cold War. But I told a story, Ed, about 1985. I was lucky enough to travel to Europe in 1985 with 19 other 15-year-old kids from the country. Right. Okay. That's what we were. And we uh, part of that tour, we, we, we sang a cappella Latin tunes around the cathedrals right, of yeah. Europe. If you want some cantate domino, I'll be glad to throw it on you <laughs> right now. But we, we sang uh, a cappella Latin yeah. tunes. Part of the, t- of course, we got to see all the sites. And one sure. of the sites, we got to tour Ramstein Air Force Base, mm-hmm. which is near K-Town, Kaiserslautern there in the southwestern part of Germany. And uh, it was, in, you know, growing up a kid of the Cold War, you, we heard about it. We right. could be nuked at mm-hmm. any time. Anything sure. could happen. The Russians were liable to do anything to us. It was kind of how we were brought up. But to see it in real life, to mm-hmm. see those planes with pilots who would man the cockpit for 24-hour shifts, mm-hmm. to see the jets with the engines running 24 hours a day so they could lift off at a second's a, notice. in a given notice... But then this is what really left an impression on me, Ed, before we, we got to go to the wall and see the wall. Uh, East German Border Patrol, live, AK-47s, the dogs. It was real. It was a real yes, deal. But before we went there, and this is what really stands out me out to me today, we were briefed by our Air Force sergeant that was with us that was giving us the tour. Right. And we were told that we could not um, make hand gestures we could not yell at the guards we could not do anything that could cause an international incident because we could literally start world war three yeah now that's that's not too far-fetched for that time that wasn't too far that's some heavy stuff for a 15 year old old kid yeah Yeah. so it kind of stuck with me and bringing it forward to today what what worries me the most is that we could have an accident uh, a misunderstanding. A, a misunderstanding. Miscommunication. With the That's correct. And right. it is so very simple. The smallest thing right. could set this off. And so we live in a dangerous world. We have a brutal tyrant in charge of Russia. That's what he is. He's a brutal tyrant. That's what he is. He's been at war with this country for the last 15 years, pretty much. And uh, we've got to face it and figure out what we're going to do. What what we really need uh, is the people of Russia to rise up like they did in 1989. That was a miracle, Ed. They they right. overthrew the mm-hmm. government without yeah. a shot being fired. And I think I think they're getting there. I I think they are. You've got we now we were talking, folks, before we came on here. You've got more than 400 major companies that have pulled out of Russia. That's McDonald's, right. McDonald's, 
Coca-Cola, I guess. Boeing will Boeing, not send Boeing. spare airplane parts. Yeah. There, there you go. I mean, <laughs> right. The guy, he, he's shooting himself in the foot. You know. You know, and you have to wonder if if he's sick, if something. Obviously, he's sick mentally. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, to do yeah. this to women and children, and really to invade another country, it takes a very sick individual. Let's just be honest. I'm telling you, we've got a call. We have a caller on the line. Caller, you're on. Go ahead. You're talking to Stephen Reynolds. Go ahead. Yeah, to Steve. This is Hooper Peniel. How are y'all doing tonight? Hey, Hooper. Hooper. Are you out for the weekend? You got to go back in the morning? <laughs> they let me out. <laughs> then, uh, yeah, I've got to go back in the morning. Okay. Yeah, out for weekend furlough. Okay. <laughs> How are you, my I was friend? I about the Ukraine incident. Uh, right. And I was, Steve has been there. I was there in 2014 or 2012, I believe it was, as an international election observer. Right. We went to Kiev. And there's about 49 of us from the United States that were there as sponsored by the State Department. And we went there to observe the elections. And uh, Ukraine is a beautiful country, for, for what I found. The people are, are just like us, just like you and I. Sure. They, they don't. They, they're, they're not interested in anything but living, just just like we are. Yes, sir. But I, I just wanted to say that uh, one of the things that we went over there to observe was the elections, and to see to try to help them gain entrance into NATO. Mm-hmm. And and and. Uh, I hope eventually that they'll be able to do that, but uh, some of the election processes that they went through that we observed was 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 a little bit difficult to to uh, to understand. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what one one of the things what we and I don't have anything against them at all, but what we observed was that uh, there were ballot stuffing. Yeah. You know. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. And uh, that 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 happens over there, and and uh, I I just hope they're able to overcome that transparency and and the process to eventually get into the EU and the NATO, so they can become part of us eventually. Well, you know, I think it's going to be a while, and Stephen, you can chime in on this. But they're going to have to get over this bump in the road first, and it's going to take well, some this, effort. This is a big bump, and I don't yes, know sir. how long it'll take for them to get over that. I, I, I don't understand why in the world Putin is trying to do this other than to try to take over Europe. Right. And he's he's going back through the, the older ages to uh, yeah. try to conquer Europe. And that will never happen. Uh, Stephen and I were talking before we went on air, Hooper, and you're exactly right. I said that it's like he wants the old USSR back and then some, you know. That's true. And uh, that it just can't be, you know, it just can't. You know, Hooper, what's going to be required when the time comes is somewhat of a Marshall Plan like we had after World War II. 
Right. Uh, the, you know, back to your point, Hooper, uh, Ukraine is the breadbasket of Europe. There's more grain produced there. than, But, but you know, people don't realize they have some incredibly talented people. I work with a couple of companies that I'm partnered here with here in the United States, and we were working on some deals about three months ago, and we had to bring everything to a complete halt because they had to get eight of their engineers, of their computer guys, out of the Ukraine because they were their developers. And so uh, they have some very smart people, Hooper, to your point. And, uh, Hooper, just amazing what you have witnessed and, and, and done for this country and spread democracy throughout the world. And I thank you, Hooper, for your service to this country. Well, I appreciate Agreed. that. Well, I, I, I was the, the first time in the election process, as, as a result of my employment with the election commission here, I, I was able to get into this through uh, a friend of mine in Knoxville, who was, his name was Greg McKay. He was the election administrator there in Knox County. And he, he, he got me hooked up to the right people. The first time I went, I went to a country called Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where in the world Azerbaijan. <laughs> didn't know how to announce it. I didn't know how to pronounce it. Either. But it's one of the richest countries over there. There's a lot of oil there. Right. Then I went to Kiev, Ukraine, and the last time was in Moscow. I tell you, I was scared to death when I got into Moscow because they asked for my passport, and it took about a day or two to fill out the visa application. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and they 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 knew everything in the world about me. They took my passport when I got into the t- <laughs> into Moscow. They recorded where I was. They recorded where I was just staying mm. at the hotel. Yep. Uh, did you have a cell like phone on you, Hooper? Everything about me and where I was until I left. Yeah. But D- Hooper, did you have Ukraine a cell phone is, with you? Ukraine is a great company, and and uh, I just hope that the civilians there will be able to prosper and will survive this onslaught, which is terrible. And and I know our interpreter was uh, an English teacher there in one of the schools south of Kiev in a little town with a name about as long as from here to Nashville, and I, I wouldn't know how to pronounce it <laughs> yeah. if it went through there. But it, it, it it's, just, it's just amazing what's there in other parts of the world, and I, I'm glad... I got to participate in it to see firsthand what these people are going through, and I just I just pray and hope that they will, they will be able to endure this onslaught of a country that can destroy the world if they wanted to. Yeah, but scary stuff. They scary will stuff. Understand that this is not what we're about. Right, Hooper. Anything else? No, sir. That's it. I appreciate y'all. After uh, y'all, just have a good uh, a good night and a good day. And I'm I'm going back to the prison tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> great to hear from you, Hooper. Always great to hear from you, Hooper Penuel, a supporter of this show and one of your supporters too. And, I mean, he's uh, just a great. He's yeah, fantastic. I mean, there are people that you can just learn things from just by being around, and Hooper's one of those. He can. I mean, this guy. Yeah, has he's had been it. all over the place, and yeah. and served this country and served the state of Tennessee. Yes. Yeah. 
And uh, I mean, he's anyway, the, he's the real deal. I was yeah. asking about the cell phones, Ed, because you know all of our diplomats put their cell phones in a lead box when they get off the plane. You know that, right? Because <laughs> they can pull everything off of your right. cell phone, mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. Sure. Instantly, you know, they get within 10, 20 feet, they can pull it all off. But, but here's the other thing too. And I, you know, I don't want to sound like an alarmist and this has been going on, but, but you bet your bottom dollar that there's nuclear subs parked off the, in the oh, Gulf of Mexico, yeah. in the Atlantic sure. ocean, in the West coast. Yes. And they're all sitting there on ready. And, um, and so we, you know, we live in a very insulated world here in America. We don't see how the rest of the world lives a lot of the times. That's why I always encourage people to travel. I agree. I outside agree. Outside the country. Yeah. I had a neighbor that told me, I said, if you want to appreciate this country, leave it every once in a That's while. That's exactly and right. And don't you have to, have to go to a bad country. Just, just go to Italy. That's go right. Good countries. And you'll see that on our worst day, we've got... Pretty good. Here we've, we're, we're very insulated, and, right. and so people forget about the threats that are out there. We've been focused on terrorism for a long time, uh, but uh, but you know now uh, the nation states coming back. We have to worry about Russia. We have to worry about China, right. and Ta- and the Straits of Taiwan, and uh, we're we're going to have some serious soul searching in this country as to we are what we're willing to sacrifice and for whom. Yeah, and that's a key word: sacrifice. Yeah. Because a lot of these people do not understand the word sacrifice. Right. They don't. Right. Some of my generation doesn't either. You know, I'm 64 years old. We're going to go to our first series of breaks. Zach's going to take us to that. Stephen Reynolds has been good enough to join us. Thank you, Hooper, for your call. We appreciate you as always. Back with you right after this. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. That's- Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's PIofMT.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. 
go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfield Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers. 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, and we are back. And uh, I'll tell you what, Steve, we've got a caller on the line. I think you know who this gentleman is. And if you go ahead and put him on. Caller, you're on the air. Hey, Mr. Ryan. Mr. Hello, Mr. Jeff. How are you, sir? Pretty good. How you doing? I, I, I was saying it's, it's political time. I'm getting my political mailers now, so we, you know, it's the voting time. We're getting all the <clears throat> advertisers who's, who's running. You know, I, <clears throat> I, I, told, I, told, uh, uh, I told one of y'all, I got my angel Desjardins manager. That's exciting to get that in all the yeah. Well, don't don't get too excited and do car. I know. I, I wouldn't get too excited. I, I stuff that code off. But I'm going to yeah. I've already answered 10,000 questions. I thought one more would be just good to answer. So I didn't know, but uh, but everything. But uh, no, I'll tell you what. We, well, interesting political season. All, all the county mayor, county states, what Kesha is doing is political stuff. What state gave him a lead raising people's salary? He thinks it's political stuff, trying to get their votes. I think that's a good thing, are you? Yeah, Jeff, you know, let me tell you something. If we don't pay these first responders, our firemen, our policemen, the people that handle our trash at the convenience centers, the paramedics, our teachers, the people that work for the public, if we don't pay these folks, they're going to go somewhere else. Sure, they're already going. And and we're not going to have anybody left. You're right. going to your house is going to catch on fire, and you know it's going to be people passing buckets. What's that? Are you going to be like Nashville and won't have your trash picked up for a month? You'll be like that guy on the TV pushing it down, trying to put more trash in. You see that? Sure. Uh, yeah. No, yeah. Push down, trying to put more. His party full up to begin with. He's putting more trash in it. Guys, I talked with Rob Mitchell, our property assessor, who brought this up. Frankly, to be honest, okay. <laughs> I took a chance and called him. He even answered the phone, believe it or not. <laughs> and and uh, he's going to be with us next Sunday. We thought that would be good because, Stephen, you were already set to be here, and I knew that. But I thought intentionally to give it a week to shake out, and let's see how this thing's going to be Sure. instead of getting him up here right now. Right, you know? right. So, Jeff, he's going to be with us next Sunday. But, you know, they're saying they can do this without the risk of, of running a risk of a tax increase. Yeah, well, if they, if that's the case, yeah. even better, right? Yeah, fifteen percent. Mm-hmm, you know, absolutely, and fifteen percent raise for the for these employees is very well deserved. Listen, right. man, they can't find people to work at the jail. They can't find people that will do hardly any of these jobs. And and listen, the government's not the only people struggling with a labor shortage. Sure, and look at well, our, our I've talked to you about our son in lawn care business. That that's right. I mean, Everybody yeah, you suffering. know about that, and and we've all talked about. It. And, and unemployment's at a 40-year low, so it's not a bunch of lazy people sitting at home, although that's a convenient answer for a lot of people. Right. Let me tell you what it is. A lot of it is. It's called the silver tsunami. We talked about this before the pandemic. The pandemic really accelerated the silver tsunami. I'm talking about people over 50 who had the means to retire, and you know what? They just went ahead and retired. Right. 
And so you have we already were having a huge demographic cliff. Right. All the Western democracies are having a demographic cliff. Sure they are. In other words, we stopped having kids, enough kids right. to fill the jobs that were out there. That's right. And that's why immigration is so important. If we don't have immigrants, we, we actually lose population. I think it was Alabama. Last year was the first time the state of Alabama had more people die than babies were born. It uh, seemed like I heard that, and I, I, I don't, wasn't sure which state it was. And, and so this catches up with you over time. Now, we can get into all the sure. stuff that causes this, but the, the sheer fact is is that we're running out of people. Now, I know that people here in Middle Tennessee sure won't believe it because we, we've right. never seen more yeah. people than, than we're seeing right now in our life. But the truth is, is that nationwide, we are dropping off the demographic cliff. The pandemic accelerated it, so you have fewer people to fill the same jobs. Right. You're going to have to pay them to attract them. Jeff, are you still there? I was going to ask you guys, when I would get a pizza, when I pizza place, I, I, I couldn't go inside. I had to go to the drive-thru. They said I went to the drive-thru and get it. They said they short of work. I had to wait 20 minutes outside to get it. Oh, I, I, I can believe it. Yeah. And, the, and everyone's people, fighting. Yeah. yeah, everyone's fighting. And they're working yeah. their hind ends off, these people are. It, they are. And, and, they and really are. People are going as fast as they can. But, you know, uh, we're, we're at a turnover in the cycle, business cycle, Ed. I right. talked to some of my investor friends up in New York at the end of last week. They're already on the next cycle, the next investment cycle. And so, and, and looking out two, five years from now. Right. And um, so businesses are going to struggle and we're, they're going to, you're going to have a reset. Listen, if you can't pay your employees a livable wage. Right. You have to ask yourself, do you really have a viable business? Do you really have a viable county? That, that's because correct. There that's was correct. one letter that was written. It was on Channel 4 News. Jeff, are you still there? Yeah, I, I want you guys to go. Stephen, I'll have it on the week. I'll get three guys. Jeff, I'll talk to you later in the week. Thanks for calling. Thanks, Jeff, for your support of this broadcast. I appreciate it. I really do. But there was a lady that wrote a letter in. She's here in Rutherford County, her and her husband. Her husband is in government, okay, mm-hmm. county government. Mm-hmm. He's working somewhere else, some other county. Right. She sent it in anonymous. She didn't have her name on it, didn't want to attract any attention, and said he would love to be here in the county he was born and raised in, went to school in, went right. to MTSU, but he had to get a job elsewhere that paid more money. He, that's right. He's going to and, – and you know what? And it's funny you bring that up, Ed, because right now in, this, in the Tennessee legislature, there is a bill that they're trying to make the – if you are employed by the county, you have to live in the county. Right now, mm-hmm. that will have a major impact. That have a major shift right people there. People that are working right now, that we have a lot of sheriff's deputies here in Rutherford County that don't live in Rutherford County. That's exactly they, right. You know why? They can't afford to, Ed. That's exactly right. Yeah, the price of housing here is is I mean literally through the roof. And they make you know forty thousand dollars a year. Right. So I mean, you know, something's going to break. Right, and it's starting to. It's already broken. What's happening is, is it's reassembling. Well, that. if they could have done this without a pay, uh, without a, a tax increase, my question is, why wasn't it done earlier? Well, Ed, you know, I I left an employer one time, and when I was leaving and going to another employer, right. they they said, oh, well, we want to give you a twenty percent raise, and I asked the same question, why now? Right. Yeah. So uh, you know, look, businesses, people are going to pinch as much as they can. 
That's how you run a business. That's how people run the government. They're going to pinch as many pennies as they can and get by with what they can get by with. We've hit the wall. We can't get by anymore, and it's time to ante up. Well, then that's what I've said, and I have told Rob this. I told him on the phone the night. We were talking. Rob, if you're listening, you know, I look forward to having you next week. You're welcome to call in. You know you are. You you and Steven do whatever you want up here. I don't care. Uh, But, I tell you know, if it means my wife and I have to pay an extra couple hundred dollars a year to have employees fairly paid, paid well, we've reached the point you know, and, and me and you've talked about this, Stephen. Here we go again. I know it's like me and you preaching to each other's choir. The days of, you know, you know, Stephen, let's go out there in that 50-acre field your daddy had. Let's get the tractor and a blade, and let's cut a road down in there, and then we'll just put some houses on that. Those days are over. Those days are over. The days of Bubba are over. That's correct. This is, we cannot yeah. continue to. They must to... be engineered. You have sewage. You have water. You have electric. You have, navy. of course, with the, the Internet situation. You That's have right. Broadband. And fiber. All yeah. of it. I mean, this has to be done, and you're exactly right. These big companies are not gonna you're not gonna come in if they can't plug in. Nope, that's exactly right. You said and that over and over in your campaign speech. Nobody wanted to hear it, and I and I get mad about it. I do because they're not coming. Yeah. I mean, if they, if, right. you know, now we've had we've been very fortunate here, but yeah. no one seems to understand that. Well, well, it'll be here by the time you get that cat that that building built. That that's not going to get it, buddy. Yeah, no. It's not going to get it. Well, Ed, we, we've talked about the population, too, <coughs> and we're going from well over 300,000 people to close to 600,000 is the projection in the next 20 right. years, right? Right. So we're not a small-town Mayberry anymore. No. No, not at all. And and this is, you know, some of the changes we have to have politically, internally, too. We need district representation across the city. I exactly think everybody right. agrees with that. We have that in the county. We need that in the city as right. well. Where the, 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 the uh, districts. The districts, they live in that district. That's correct. And I propose that to Shane McFarland, and he didn't want to have anything to do with it. Well, nobody does. They all live on the same street over exactly in the Seagull right. area. Most I mean, of them let's did. just be honest. Most of them did. There were about four or five of about four, I think, that did at that time. At that time. At one point. That's right. And so, um, anyway, that's going to have to change at some point. Sure. Um, and so we, and, and, and you're right. And listen, I don't want to accuse, I think that we have a lot of good leaders right now that are trying to do the right thing. People hit me up all the time, especially liberals. They'll talk about the trash problem here in Rutherford County. We need this and we need a recycle program and we need that. Well, you know what? I was at the meeting where Mayor Ketron proposed waste to trash, waste to energy, and a, and a recycling program. Exactly. And the cost of those three programs was going to be somewhere around $500 million. That's, exactly. We've talked about it. That's sure. half a billion dollars, Ed. And and listen, the, the mayor can throw it out there all day, but that doesn't mean the county commission is going to raise the property taxes and go in debt half a billion dollars in this county. over the. Tr- it's not going to happen. Right. It's not viable. And, and so, um, anyway, so, you know, we do have people, and, and that's the other thing, too. I hate when people make a general statement about something like that, and they don't even know that the mayor has proposed this. Right. And and I was at yeah. the meeting. He had a whole PowerPoint. Sure. He, he's been uh, talking to people. 
And so there are solutions out there. Uh, uh, this trash problem, I don't know what the solution is. Well, let me tell you. So the people that are arguing to renegotiate the contract, I spent 30 years in the infrastructure business in the corporate world, and let me tell you, they're giving the county over a million dollars worth of free services right now, and if if a county came to me and said they weren't happy with that million dollars worth of free services and they wanted to renegotiate, guess what's off the table? You're going to start paying. Right. If they cl- mm-hmm. let me let me just put it to the citizens of Rutherford County this way: if they close this landfill out here and they move it to another location, you're going to have basically a hundred to a hundred and fifty dollar utility type trash bill every month. Right. Right. Exactly. Right now, you have zero if you live in the county, and you have a small fee if you live in the city for it to be picked up. Right. Both entities dump for free. Those days will be over with, you, right. and, and, and I know how these corp, big corporations work. I've been in the boardroom with them, and if you, and if, uh, Murphy's, if Rutherford County or Murfreesboro brought me back, it'd actually be the county. The city doesn't have a leg to stand on in any of this, if you ask right. me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just my opinion. I know the legal department would disagree, but, but uh, it's hard for, for the city to have jurisdiction <laughs> outside of its own limits, sure, right? right, right, right. Uh, anyway, it's very simple. But, but anyway, uh, if you came back to me with that, I'm immediately going to take that off the table and say, well, guess what? Your days of dumping it out here for free, they're over. Those days are over. Right. And, and so I don't understand what these politicians say. They want to renegotiate the contract. First off, that's pretty much legally impossible <laughs> without some sort of damages incurred. And, Stephen, the bottom line is those people own that landfill. People yes. that own, own things they, can they, do things with them. They own the permit. They own right. the lease of the property. And, you know, obviously it can be argued many, many times over now, the whether— state can throw some. they can throw some tax in the road. But th- there are but regulations that they have to follow. Yep. One of the regulations that we really have to look at, uh, there uh, apparently there have possibly been some aluminum dumping that went on there. Right. And this particular company's had fires at other landfills when that aluminum, and there are certain signs that it gives away before it catches on fire. And we're seeing some of those signs now. A lot of it's the smell. A lot of it's a more methane. Obviously, right. someone that's an sure. expert in this would be able to tell you more. Sure. But uh, but there are lots of things that we've got to be concerned about. But there are rules and regulations applied by the state of Tennessee for them to hold that permit. And as long as they're abiding by those rules and regulations, there is not a thing anybody's no. going to be able to do. It no. is all political banner to get the citizens fired up to win a vote. And, uh, Ed, I'll tell you, people give the votes away way too easy, way too cheap. They certainly do, because I have, I have wondered, and, and I said, now this is me talking, folks, this is not Stephen Reynolds, of this pay increase. Yeah. Why was this not done sooner? Yeah, that's what you and asked And everyone, earlier, yeah. with the exception of one man mm-hmm. on the county commission, the other 20, there's 21 seats, mm-hmm. the other, all 20 are run by Republicans. <laughs> How do you like them now? Yeah, and then they say, "Oh well, we can give a, we can give you a, a, that, we can give you a raise. It's fifteen percent, no problem. We can do that. Not even come, have tax increase. Really? Now that you've been pushed over the cliff. And what about our teachers? That's right. Because we don't have enough teachers to go around right now. You can't. You know how long it takes to make a good teacher? That's right. 
I mean, I'm not, right. you know, I'm not saying anything just because they come out of college and have got their degree now. I'm ready to teach. Most young teachers are tickled to death. Finally, I'm going to get my, me a classroom, and I want to do this, you know. Mm-hmm. But it takes a while to become a good teacher. You've well, got sure to does. learn what you're doing. It's the same with anything. <clears throat> it's the same with anything. That's it right. takes two or three years yeah. to break into that mold. Yeah. And, you know, so when you're losing teachers, when you're losing police officers, you lose firemen, you know, you can't. You know, you gotta, you gotta pay them. Yeah, well, Ed, you know, you, and 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 listen, I, I you're talking about the Republicans here, and I'm trying to, I know, trying to, that's keep me it talking. A, I, I, I want to okay. keep it apolitical, but let me just say this, okay? <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I don't get on social media much, but I get on the other night and I see where a local church is hosting a candidate forum for county mayor. Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, this is really interesting. Uh, my first thought is, is I wonder if they took PPP money, which is federal money, because we know the churches don't pay taxes. Right. If they're going to host a political event, they probably should pay taxes, because at that point they become a political organization. That's exactly right. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe we'll have a good forum here. Maybe we'll find out more about the dump. Maybe we'll find out more about these were uh, the Republican the, candidates, the roads. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, maybe we'll find out more about building more schools. The very first question the moderator asked was, and I'm paraphrasing here, but what's wrong with the liberals? <laughs> and I'm like, and there are I no think liberals. you told me right, the, mo- the moderator was the pastor of the church. He was. And there are no liberals in charge. There haven't been liberals in charge for 10 years. Now, if you want to go to the 200-year history prior to 2010, it was all Democrats in charge. And that's when things were getting done. Well, that's when you had a balanced budget. And Hooper and I were talking about it. We've talked about that. These people have come in here, and they are riding on the backs of giants. Yes. They're riding on the backs of people like John Bragg, Mm -hmm. Bart Gordon. Our Greenway is because of Bart Gordon, a Democrat. Mm Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, Richard Nixon said it himself. I'm going to say it again. The three greatest presidents he ever saw. And this was said in the middle of the, the, the Reagan Revolution. He said the three finest leaders I ever saw in my life were Teddy Roosevelt, Franklin D. Roosevelt, and Lyndon Baines Johnson. Yeah, right. said those three guys could get more done than anybody I ever saw as president. Sure. And they included himself in that. That's right. Yeah. And that was a Republican president. But That was a Republican you know, president. You know, on this level, Ed, it really shouldn't be political. Shouldn't be, no. It really shouldn't be. The county mayor's office, the first question the county mayor shouldn't be, what's wrong with the liberals? I mean, it immediately divides the populace. And and I don't <coughs> care what people's notion is out there, the Democrats got about 43% of the vote. Sure. And if you look at the presidential race, the governor's race, it doesn't matter which race you look at, you're looking at about, in Rutherford County, about 10,000 more votes, and it's a dead heat, folks. Yes, So it it's not as one-sided as the narrative that's being pushed says it oh, is. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, this, is, this is rare. And I, I hate that we got political here, but, but listen, <laughs> I think we need balance, Ed. I think we need a combination, right. a good balance of both sides. That way, both sides stay honest. Right. Because, and I'm, we can get to the state house now, but Lord have mercy, every 15 years in Tennessee, we have an FBI investigation going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Got we one had going a, on right now. We had a state rep just plead guilty to wire fraud. Right. You know, if she pled guilty, she is singing like a canary. On yes. It. And so that means the former House Speaker. 
mm-hmm. is, going, is going down, yep. and anyone affiliated with him is going mm-hmm. down. And the, and the G-men are in town. The feds are here. That's exactly right. And they've done it before, and they'll do it again. Right. <laughs> uh, you know, let, let's talk about that, Ed, real fast. We're talking about Casada real fast. Mm-hmm. There is too much political power emanating from Williamson County. Right. Now, now, I jokingly call them the Franklin Mafia. <laughs> but if you think about this, you have a U.S. senator from Williamson County. You have the governor from Williamson County. You had the former speaker from Williamson County. Right. There are 94 other counties in the state mm-hmm. of Tennessee. Exactly. And back to my point about balance, we need more seats at the table. We don't need Williamson County running the show for the whole state of Tennessee. But if right. you, But from the way it looks right now, that's exactly what's been happening. Right. And, and let me tell you something, Ed, the average home in Williamson County, for the first time ever last month, the average home is worth over a million dollars. The average home in the, Williamson County? Is worth over a million dollars. The average Man. income, the average household income is well over $100,000, which sure. is about sixty or 70000 more than the rest of the state of Tennessee. Sure. The only thing I can akin it to, it's like apartheid in South Africa. You have this small colony of rich people surrounded by a bunch of poor people. Right. And I hate to be, um, uh, you know, uh, classist here, but that's what it is. That's what it is. You have a different class of people, and of course, it's the home of my favorite term, the carpetbagging charlatans. (laughs) All live in Williamson County. I've got a list, Ed. I'm, I'm oh, writing a book you, about the carpet-bagging charlatans. The carpet-bagging charlatans. I'm talking to Netflix about a movie. <laughs> well, yeah. I, well, you look at it. you got guys like John Rich. Who is this dude, John yeah. Rich? Mm-hmm. you right. got, you know, all of these people moved in here from somewhere else, and then they've got to show how tough they are, you know. <laughs> and they all live in Williamson County. But I'm just asking. Asking the rest of the state of people, uh, the the people of the state of Tennessee, to stand up a little bit and say, "Hey, sure, we deserve a seat at the table too." Do you think anyone in Williamson County has anything in common with anyone from Grundy County? I kind of, <laughs> I kind of doubt that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's my man John Rich right there. Lord, what a mouthpiece he is. Mm-hmm. Right. But uh, but anyway, Ed. So we we we've got a lot going on in Nashville. They don't want to talk about it. Oh, you had no. one honest they Republican in Knoxville. Yeah. So so um, I won't get too deep into it. But but apparently they were offering bribes for the voucher bill. Sure. Let's, let's talk, they've let's, talked about the voucher bill. Yeah. Well, they they they. I you know they have been against public schools since day one. Let me speak to directly to the leaders of Rutherford County right now. Please do. You all voted against the charter school in Laverne. The school board did. The count. Everyone said we don't want it, and right. the people from Williamson County forced it down your our throat. Right. There's still going to be one in Laverne, right. a charter school. From Hillsdale College, I suppose, out of Michigan. I, I got a question for the governor while we're here, and I hate to just keep oh, ranting here. Governor Lee, are the people at David Lipscomb not good enough? Did we have to go to Hillsdale in Michigan? How about Good Pasture? How about Union or Lambert? You know, right. we've got religious institutions here in the state of Tennessee that I'm sure that would do just a fine job setting up a charter school as Hillsdale will. Sure. I, I just don't. It's just 
this dude wants to run for president, Ed. That's all there is to it. The dude wants to run for president. Well, I mean, I got some news for him. Uh, He's going to need a lot of help (laughs) because I've talked to some people, some Republicans, and they're not really drinking the Kool-Aid anymore. Well, I hear that too, but I never thought George Bush or Donald Trump would get elected, and they did. So (laughs) Bill Lee's got a fighting chance, as anybody does, you know? Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to go to our last series of breaks if we can, Zach, and let me and Stephen cool down just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Reynolds is with us here. I'm Ed Raymer, Deborah and Raymer Show. Zach's on the board. Back with you right after this. Stay with us, folks. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, This is Michelle Hauser coming to you from Hauser & Associates. We are a law firm that is dedicated to family law and serving for those individuals that have family law needs. You can contact us through uh, our telephone is 615-801-8602, or you can also reach us through Facebook or our website, which is www.borough.com. FamilyLegal.com. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. Want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at PI of mt.com that's pi of mt.com go to jay mullins jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches they're located at 352 west Murphy boulevard right here in murfreesboro tennessee and also custom made jewelry if you want it they can make it for you also gifts for any and all occasions weddings graduations family reunions uh, anniversaries all of it that's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West North Hill Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. Okay, and we are back with Stephen Reynolds. How many more minutes? What have we got? About 13 minutes? About 13 minutes left. Okay. 
And Stephen just asked me before we cut before we cut back in, where, where do I want to go? I said, well, we've been everywhere else. Let's just go ahead and tread water. Um, infrastructure is your baby. You're doing some work with, with major companies right now. I am, Ed. Yep, yep. I've been blessed to have business all over the country. Right. And uh, actually, um, I'm, now we're talking about jobs that are multi-million dollar jobs, right? Yes, in some cases. Big, in some, it depends on what the job sure. is, but yeah, right. absolutely. Big, uh, big uh, jobs, big property. Mm-hmm. I'm doing several property deals. Um, I'm actually helping the planet. I'm helping right. large landowners preserve green space in perpetuity. Right. right. I just finished up a case in North Carolina. Uh, we, we were able to preserve over 250 acres of this beautiful mountain that will never be developed on. Is that right? Ever. Oh. I mean, right. unless the country falls apart and, right. you know, yeah, right. there are no laws anymore. And which we but, need that, too. We need yes, that. Yes, yeah. yes. Well, right. I mean, so, you know, it's kind of uh, liberating. Not I've decided not to run for office this cycle or maybe never. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of liberating. That's why I was ranting mm-hmm. on the last one because sure. you can kind of cut loose a little bit when you don't worry about, you know, getting elected and all. Hurting people's feelings. That's yeah. right. That's right. right. But, uh, but, yeah, doing that and then uh, – um, also, I've partnered with a software company out of Denver that has some real incredible AI technology for okay. the construction industry. Um, it's things that I've never seen before. I've spent and when th- you say AI, what are you saying? So, um, the artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence. Uh, but um, predictability. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if you know anything about construction, you know it's all about schedules. Sure. It's all about bids. Right. And if you get to where you can predict with artificial intelligence, now it's not going to tell you the truth every time, Ed. But it's like a it's like a Phillips head screwdriver. You need it. You pull it out of the toolbox. Right. Sure. But uh, you know, if you can be more efficient at the construction process, if you can be more efficient. In the bidding process, right? Obviously, um, since our biggest customers are typically the taxpayers, or fifty percent of my business typically comes from the taxpayers, then that should benefit the taxpayers by having more efficient builds. You know, sure. for example, New Salem Highway getting it finished, or right uh, out by my house, the uh, Almaville Road is about to be four lanes from eight forty to twenty four. That is going to be a construction nightmare. And it's going to take a lot of time, and it's going to cause a lot of pain to the people that live in that area. Now, run this by me, because I see you're in my old area now, because Joni and I lived out there about 15, 16 years. Yeah, that's Almaville Road. Road will be four lanes? That's correct. Or it may be two lanes and a turning, turning lane, lane in some spots. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a night. Yeah, it, it, that's going to be a nightmare. It, it will, because... Because but, there's so many more people out there than when we were there. And, you know, folks, let me say, that, that's what happens to a lot of us. You move out of an area, you don't see it for 20 years. Well, we've been out there. We lived out there. Well, ain't nothing out there. Take a drive out there now, 15, 20 years later. Right. Right. There's well, subdivisions, places where you never thought you'd ever see a subdivision. Maybe right. even a high-rise apartment or two. That's right. Know. That's right. Well, so, let, let's be honest. I, I mean, I, no offense <clears throat> to the people that live on the east side of I-24, but the no. west side is where it's at. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, we've made yeah. such a big deal about the dump. It's hard to find people that right. want to buy on the east side. Right. I mean, I'm just, that's where we're going. That's right. And the west side is where, but once again, we live next to a county where the average home is a million dollars a year. A million dollars, a million dollars, worth a million dollars. Right, yeah. And so that rubs off. So the west side of the county, <laughs> I think, is where it's at and where the growth is going to be and sure. where the growth has been. 
but this uh, is what has affected this pay raise we're talking about for our city or for our county employees. That's correct. And we had, I had one man that I could not believe that Rob told me, longtime employee, not a new guy, not an upstart at all, has been with the county for years, is looking at taking a part-time job and make his, make, make his bills. Yeah. Now, right. folks, that's not right. Right, not that's not a not full-time right. uh, life or man may be approaching retirement years. Yeah, that's, that's that's just that is totally unacceptable, and they've been setting. And now we learn all of a sudden that oh yeah, we can do that. Yeah, won't cost us anything. You know, well, <laughs> who's minding the store? Right, right. You know, well, you know, Rob Ed, Mitchell will be with us next week. He'll tell you who's minding the store because yeah, that, he know he. I will say for Rob, he keeps up with it. I'll be sure to tune in, Ed. That that ought to be a great show. Then the other show I want to hear from Rob will be about a year from now when he starts doing the reassessments. <laughs> uh, because I can tell, tell you, you yeah. I can tell you my home that I, I purchased a new home mm-hmm. in 2018, and it's right. been the best investment I've ever made in my entire life. Well, all of us, the house, the homes are you know, yeah. if you're in a three four bedroom home. Yeah, I mean, your winners to start with. If you, you know, if you're lucky, if you're, and I'm, we're but not I mean, me and you are not bragging. We're very fortunate. We've worked yeah, hard to be where I we mean, are. You know, we'd have been happy with three to five percent, right? Sure, it's been twenty. It's unbelievable for three years, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's off the chain and uh, best investment I've ever made. Now, the best now, ever made. Now, when everybody gets their tax bill and uh, and their escrow all gets readjusted. Because mm-hmm. the value of their house has gone up. I'll let Rob talk about that. <laughs> well, Handle all he's that like, heat. Uh, he's like what the, one of the first, uh, the property assessor that was here, Tommy, oh, what was his name? I can't remember, in 82, 80 yeah. and 82. Well, Tommy Sanford. Okay. He was county, he was uh, property assessor then. And back in those days, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have the growth like we'd had. Okay. Right. And Tommy was a great fella. And I ran into him one day somewhere or talked to him over the phone or something. I said, well, what have you been up to? He said, well, the assessment things just went out. I've been brown bagging my lunch for maybe a couple of months before I can before take my go. out of the office and go to a restaurant and pick up a sandwich. You know? Right. And, <coughs> and it shouldn't be that way. It should yet. not. He's just I mean, doing like a job. I said, no, it's, it's state mandated. This is what he that's has right. to do. That's what that's his job. Just like the that's election it. commissioner. Exactly and right. And the election yeah. commission. That's you know, right. they do their job. And they do their job. With and honesty they, and, and integrity. And most of them do a, a pretty good pretty good job of yeah. it, too. They really yeah. do. And my hat's off to Alan Farley. Oh, yeah. And, well, you know, and Hooper Peniel even agreed with that, too, because that's a very thankless job at times. Because Hooper held that job for, for sure, several years. Sure. So. I, I'll tell you, Ed, I, I wasn't going to tell this story, but I had a county commission candidate come by my house. And he was a Republican. And um, and so my first question was, well, before we discuss anything, I just want to know, do you believe that Joe Biden was legitimately elected as the president of the United States? Now, it's really terrible that I have to ask that question. But if he had said no, then we had nothing else to talk right. about. yeah. Okay? Right. But okay. he said, yes, I do believe he was legitimately elected. Okay, let's talk about the issues then. But if you're on that team and you think that somehow – uh, that these people don't operate with integrity. I, I mean, I, I just, I, I can't believe it. And, and and let me tell you, you're hating on democracy. And right. You might as well go join Team Putin. 
because yeah, that's just how head the, on over since you love it so much. Go ahead and go. That's north. right, because that's yeah. how authoritarian <clears throat> regime starts. They question the legitimacy of the election, right? Yeah. And they say only I can tell you who won the election. Did you see Putin's rally yesterday? <laughs> oh, I wonder where he got that idea. I wonder. Yeah. I don't know. I put yeah. it on Facebook. Some guy wrote back and said Adolf Hitler's in your history book. Oh I yeah. Said, so that's where Trump got the idea. Of that. Oh yeah. Well, well, you listen. Know, the Russians have. Give me a break. Yeah. I mean, it's fact. Yeah. I mean, you know, get them all ginned up. And, you know, you know. Oh, yeah. Your country hates you. you well, know. I mean, some people just want to be ruled. We have them here in this country. I, you know, I think you may be right. Yeah, they, they just want somebody to make their decisions and just, yeah. you know. And now they'll say yeah. they don't, and they believe in liberty oh, yeah. and all of this. But really, they just want somebody to smack them around a little They're bit. They're a little bit lazy. Yeah, because right, right. to take responsibility means you have to get up off your backside. Oh, you have to be an active citizen, right? Yeah. Even more so. You have to actually find out who is running. And that's and, right. You know, and you know, find out when the elections actually are. And ask the know. tough questions. Ed, we back to giving our votes away too cheaply. Right. So uh, there's enough. We have a new House district in Tennessee. We have two candidates yeah. that have announced. I'm right. actually live in that district. Come see me, guys. Love to see you. <laughs> uh, let's do a podcast. I'll bring the podcast bring back. Bring the podcast. We'll do, we'll okay. We'll do yeah. on the scene. Okay. But, uh, but one of the candidates, right out of the bat, everything that was wrong was the Biden administration's fault. And I wanted to call this dude and just say, man, if you win, and when Almaville Road out here, nobody can move or get their children to school. And when I call you and ask you, What's going on? Are you going to blame the Biden administration then? Is that your plan? I mean, it's just people give their votes away too easily. Sure. Don't fall for that political rhetoric. Ask the tough questions. Demand more for your vote. Sure. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, folks, I want to tell you, like I've always said, Stephen Reynolds is our guest tonight. And I, I've said, and I have never done this. If you want to make a difference, if you really believe in what you're saying, if you really if you want to follow your convictions— Put your name on a ballot. This man and his wife, I say his wife because she was with you every step of the way. That car was up and down I-24 for about four years. 80,000 miles that car yeah. did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah. man's as thin as a rail, and he even lost 20, 25 pounds. Campaign. Tough. I'm telling you right now, he's, he's done what he said he'd do. He put his name on a ballot. I never have, and I probably never will. Because it's much easier for me to sit here and criticize <laughs> Right, right. <laughs> well, it is. You well, know. I have found I like this side of the yeah, fence I like this a lot. side, too. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, thank you so much. Thank Hooper, you, thank you for calling, for your support. Jeff, thank you. All of you that listen every week, all of our sponsors, thank you very much. And thank you for putting up with my nonsense, because uh, some of it is nonsense. And those of you that know me, you know that. Uh, we're going to get out of here. We're going to make we'll make room for Bill. And uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, Zach, if you go ahead and play us out of here if you'll do that please sir and till next sunday at eight o'clock i'll see you down the road good night hey this is ed everybody 